Welcome to the Smooth Squirrel Drafty Show. I'm your host, Smooth, and I am squirrelless. That's right. Uh, this week, um, we weren't able to uh, do a podcast, um, unfortunately. Squirrel is under the weather, as am I a little bit, but I'm here for you. So, this is a bonus episode. So, if you have any uh, questions, comments, or anything, uh, you can call the Smooth Squirrel line at 765-242-5978. And as always, draftyq at gmail.com. We will read your emails. We don't have any voicemails this week, and this episode was recorded in October, I believe. So, um, some of this stuff might be a little bit dated, but just, uh, go with it and, uh, enjoy the episode. All right, everyone, welcome to the Smooth Squirrel Drafty Show, where we talk about stuff, and I'm your host, Smooth, and with me is the squirrel. That's me, I'm the squirrel, I'm Doug. Uh, every week, we're going to tell you what's drafty, which is, of course, D-R-A-F-T and Y, because we love you. And that's all the reason we need. That's right. Let's start off with D. All right, man. Which sounds for Donald's. McDonald's. Yeah. Doug. D is for... Donald's. Well, and Doug. Shit, it is have... for Doug. They have adult Happy Meals now. Okay, I'm going to say a thing, and okay. then I want you to like elaborate. Go for it. What? Yeah. No longer are only children allowed to be happy, but adults can be happy too. I don't know. Life has told me pretty specifically that that's not the case. <laughs> Today it is. Okay, so McDonald's has an adult Happy Meal, and basically, you have two options. You have a 10-piece nugget All right. or a Big Mac. No, you get like fries, or do you get apple slices? You get fries and a drink. Okay, it. so it's just a combo meal. And you get a toy. Oh, shit. What? Yeah. Wait, wait. Is it like an adult toy? Not like you're thinking, adult toy. Although, anything can be stuck up a butt. Uh, yeah, I get. I mean, I mean, with enough willpower and pain, I guess that's true. Yeah. So, uh, basically, uh, McDonald's in collaboration with fashion streetwear brand Cactus Plant Flea Market, or CPFM, um, now has toys. Where you can get a new friend or cactus buddy in your special edition Happy Meal box. Okay, wait. It also comes in a Happy Meal box? Yeah, that's the toy. You know, because it does. yes, it does come in a Happy Meal box. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's like two Happy Meal boxes put together. It's like a longer box. Oh my god. Guess what I'm doing immediately after this show, guys. I already did. Please. Okay, so... <laughs> So I got the 10-piece nugget adult Happy Meal, and it came with a plastic toy. All right, let me ask you this. Go ahead. This is probably the most important question. Yeah. How many sauces did you get with a 10-piece? Well, actually, I ordered two, got none, because our local McDonald's is terrible. Yeah, okay. I want to talk about that a little bit. Okay. Why? Like, just put the sauce in the bag. Well, I think if I would have ordered, like... In the earlier afternoon, it probably would have been safe. But anything after the time of teenagers getting out of school, it usually but customer service love dwindles. sauce, and they love to forget to put them in there. Do you think that they're like keeping the sauce? Yeah, oh. like it's a weird sauce racket. Possibly in case a Rick and Morty episode comes out in twelve years about Ghost Pepper Ranch. No, that was a that was a windy sauce. Oh, was that a windy sauce? Yeah. Well, yeah. they cut that then. But hey, I also heard a rumor. Is it a true rumor? I don't know. That the McDonald's Halloween buckets are coming back on the seventeenth and eighteenth. That wait, or seventeenth or eighteenth? I'm not sure. Okay, but not just for those two days. Yeah. All right. I'm an old man. Yes, you I'm are. I'm an old white man. Yeah. I'm an old white man from the Midwest. Yeah. I loved that was like a thing that my parents would do 
when I was a child. We would go to McDonald's on the on the Halloween. I almost said the day of Halloween, but that's a fucking dumb thing to say. On Halloween, and we would get the Happy Meal in the bucket. So you had like the witch or the ghost or the pumpkin. They might have added more after I grew up because, again, I'm old. Um, but that was a thing. And then I tried to do that when I also had small people. Yes. And they it was like a bag. It was like, here's a bag with a maze on it. They did that once. They had like them in plastic bags, but not the buckets. But the buckets are, the buckets are iconic. That's nostalgerific, bro. I agree. I'm going to look up when the Halloween bucket started. 1987. Uh, hold on. All right, are you ready? You want to guess the real year? It 1987. Came out? No. 1988. No. 1942. Oh, that's you went way back too far. Damn it. 79. October of 1965. Holy hand grenades, bro! They didn't even have chicken nuggets back then. And they were, it came in a pumpkin. Yeah. They were just pumpkins. They're just pumpkins. Which, but hey, I mean, it's the pumpkins classic. are awesome. Yeah. When I was a child in the 80s, you had witch, which was green, and apparently for girls, uh, and then a ghost, which was, uh, I guess, white. ginger neutral white, and yeah. then the pumpkin was for boys. I don't think anything was like classified to genders. According to my cousins... I couldn't have the green one because it was for girls. Well, let even me tell you green something. Is my favorite Doug, color. Now you can have the green one because it's 2022. Fuck yes. I've been waiting so many years for I it know. to be 2020 something. And back in the 60s, they came with lids and stuff like that. They but did, yeah. I mean, they have lids now. And do you remember when they partnered up with Scooby Doo and had the Scooby Doo versions? I do. I do. Do you remember when they partnered up with Batman Returns and they had the Batman Returns version? That was an awesome version. Yeah. You also get those cool. I still have oh. the crystal mug from Batman Returns, which I think came out in like 1991. Do you remember when the Flintstones movie came out? Yeah, and they had John the, Goodman's the the crystal glasses from the the uh, yeah from that movie. Yeah, yeah, those were awesome. Yeah, the Batman the Returns had it came too. out around the same time. Like McDonald's was, they were innovators. They were lit. Do you remember when they released VHS tapes for like six bucks? Yes, Pizza Hut did as well. Yep. I mean, come on. That's awesome. Yeah, you used to be able to go and like, McDonald's used to be an experience. I remember in grade school, again, long time ago, super old, a kid had a birthday party at a McDonald's and it was straight up a birthday party. You can still do a birthday party at McDonald's. You can? They have frozen cakes. You can actually order one through the drive-thru. Guess what I'm getting with my happy meal today? <laughs> well, hopefully it's like your crumble cookie experience. I oh god, but it no. won't be as good. Hey, guess what ours for? What regret? Okay, so what's the regret? I learned about this wonderfully magnificent place, so called, called so-called. crumble cookie. Yeah, which I again, old and white and midwestern. I'm sure everyone else already knew about crumble cookie because uh, I'm an idiot. Uh, so my boy Smooth, yep, here, he's like, bro, we just smashed some Changs with Barry. He's twenty three, wicked cool. <laughs> Across the street, my man is a crumble cookie. Check out this cool cookie they had, and he showed me a cookie that literally had I don't know a whole fucking banana cream pie on it with vanilla wafer, and I was like, that looks amazing. And he's like, you should go get some. They're delicious. Eat them. Okay. So I go, and then you can get, like, one cookie or, like, six cookies. And I was like, well, I better get six cookies because they're cookies. Now, I got six cookies for a reason. I, I did, too. I was bringing them back to the house where there were other people. Right. My reason was that that's how many cookies you got. So I was like, I guess that's how many cookies you're supposed to get. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're going to go there. So they didn't have the mint chocolate chip one it was out and i didn't want just like a like a sugar cookie that they had so i got three of these banana cream pie cookies which is probably like two pies worth of cookies and then three dirt pudding cookies with little rice krispie treats on them 
And I was like, cool. So then I drive and I get them home and I eat the cookies, like all six of the cookies. And it hurt me for like two days. Like it was rough. And we had that marathon recording session the next day. Yeah, I remember that. And I was not mentally or physically capable of performing to my best because I was still full of cookie and I don't know that I'll ever go back to crumble cookie really yeah because I can't eat that many cookies okay you can just order one right but they have multiple cookies so eat them throughout the week but I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> okay, well, for those of you that don't know, Crumble Cookie is a brand that, um, well, here in Podunk, Indiana, there's two locations that are kind of close. Um, there's Lafayette, which is about a 25-minute drive, and Carmel, which is about a 40-minute drive. But now that I'm looking at it, there's also Keystone, where we were. Right, which is about a 45-minute drive. Fishers, which is about a 50-minute drive. Greenwood, which is about an hour and a half drive. Bloomington, that's about an hour and 20-minute drive, depending on construction. Valparaiso. I don't know where that is. 86 miles away. That's like a two-hour drive. Dryer, which is... a uh, Ooh. In Indiana, that's 100 miles away. They, they've got a uh, Rheinbolt Volkswagen. Oh, they do. Interesting. <laughs> and then Mishawaka. Right, which is where uh, Shane is. And that's 105, or 100.5 miles away. That's where the pizza place is. So regardless of all that, for a single cookie, it is $4.28. Which is worth it. But like, how experience. many is six cookies? Six cookies is twenty one forty eight. But let's let's That's go in order. Savings four twenty eight for one, thirteen ninety five for four. Right, which so, okay. you could have done four and not had so much regret afterward. Well, you had six. I had other people. I I wasn't aware of that. How many cookies did you eat? Six. Six pack is twenty one forty eight. That's value. Now here's the real value. Okay, they have a party pack of twelve cookies. For $36.53. Dude, I barely finished six. I don't think I could do 12. I know I can't do 12 cookies. So right now, as we're recording this, it's chocolate chip. Which I think is a staple, right? Caramel apple. Oh, shit! Pumpkin roll. Okay. okay. Aggie's blue mint. What? That's the one that was sold out that I really wanted to it's try. It's a cookies and cream mint one. Uh. Well, no, the, the, these change every week. So that wasn't even available that week. There was they a- had they had a mint chocolate chip. This okay. is a blue mint. Okay. Uh, the original peanut butter M and M's candies one, and it's got peanut butter in it. Like wait, a layer of peanut butter. Okay. With the peanut butter M and M's. There we go. Yeah, that was what I was gonna ask. And then classic pink sugar cookie, and it's a new recipe apparently. Gosh darn it! They're not a sponsor, but we totally recommend this place. I do. I don't, but I mean I'm. Gonna go there and eat that caramel cookie. Uh, fun fact: they also have little ice creams. I too. saw that, but I was like, how, "Am I fat enough to eat a pint of ice cream on a drive home on the interstate?" It's a half pint. God damn it! If I would have done that, I would have totally done it. I could have smashed a half. Hold a pint. on, time out. You can also get this cookie cutter for five bucks that you put over the cookie, press it down, cuts it into fourths. So then, that's just you're just making more cookies than I have to eat. Smaller cookies, though. Bite-sized cookies, you could smash probably, like, a lot more of those. Okay, so if I got six cookies and and a cookie cutter, Mm -hmm. that's still under 30 bucks, which is not a bad deal. But that would mean that I would have to eat 24 bite-sized cookies. Here's what I'm getting at. Ladies and gentlemen, kids of all ages, hopefully kids aren't listening to this, but they might be. Uh, Go to bed. parental supervision, go to bed. Uh, Anyways, there is regret if you eat six cookies. In one night. Yeah. But if you space it out, there will be no regret. Let me ask you this. Like, man to man. Cookie man to cookie man. Go ahead. I might even classify myself a cookie monster. Not a sponsor. Same. Also, yes, not a sponsor. How long do the cookies last? I guess it just depends on what kind of day I have. No, no, no. Not not like... How long can you keep a crumble cookie in your house before you eat it? I'm not, like, asking a Tootsie Pop question. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, how long are they good for? 
Because I was also worried with it being like banana pie. Refrigerate it. What? The 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 cold thing that you keep uh, sodies in. Okay. The refrigerator. Sure. Yeah. Put your cookies in there. If you feel like it needs to be cold. Because some of these cookies are served hot. Some of them are served cold. Yeah. Huh. Like the lime coconut one I had that's best served cold. They Ooh. weren't lying. It was. I'm not a coconut guy. I love lime. I love a key lime, especially. Oh, man. Can you imagine a key lime pie crumble cookie? Yes. Like a graham cracker bottom. That would also give you more regret. Would it, though? It'd be a fucking I mean, hell like, of a I'd ride. probably Wilford Brimley it. Yeah. Really diabetes. Mm-hmm. But I'd do it with a smile on my face. Um, I would give the cookies, like, like I give anything, four days. Okay. I mean, I, I guess if you ate six cookies over four days, that's not as bad as six cookies over four hours. Well, here, here's if you get the cutter and you cut all six cookies into fourths, you could just eat a fourth of six cookies one day and then just do that the next day. And the following day. And so, then you've spread out those six cookies over the four. So, what you're, what you're, so that's a cookie and a half a day. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. That's easy. And there's no regret in that. <laughs> okay, wait. Did we just like anti-diet people? I feel like we've been doing that for a long time. No, this is our, not our first show. I'm not sure what show this is. This is show number... Insert episode number here. <laughs> I'm not putting a number in there. It's yeah, just no. better that way. Yeah, it's just science. All right, bud. So, A. A is for, you know, all the Grey's Anatomy I've been watching. And, you know, typically, people would be like, that's a show for women. Yep. And I wouldn't completely disagree, but I would also say, how's it any different than CSI? Or how's it Ooh. any different than any of the other cop shows that are on? But this one's about medical stuff, which to me is more interesting. So, reason being I started watching this is because back in the day I was married. Yeah. and uh, I remember that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we got to a point where I had to watch Grey's Anatomy. But, you know, I also had to watch Scrubs, and I love Scrubs. Yeah. Well... On Netflix, there's not a lot to choose from, I disagree. and I like medical shows, so I was like, well, I'll just start watching Grey's Anatomy, and I just pick up where I left off, and we got all the way up to like a certain part of the series, and there's like 18 seasons of this. And they're like full, like they're like network seasons, not yeah. cable like seasons. Like 23, 25 episodes, like it's ridiculous. And they're hour, it's an hour long drama, yeah? Yes. So I was like, well, I'll just watch it, because I need something to watch. Yep. And, uh... After you've watched everything else on Netflix, what else is there? Blacklist. I'm 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 gonna get to that, but right now I like to when I start something, I finish it. Okay. So aside from like the you know every now and then once a week when I get to watch House of Dragons, yeah, I was like I watch Grey's Anatomy, and uh, I gotta say I'm hooked. Like the characters, like I'm I'm interested in what they're doing, but mostly mostly like the medical stuff that happens. I'm like, well, how are they gonna fix that? And then there's people you're like, oh, they won't die, and then they end up dying. And I'm like, what the hell's happening? So it, I'm along for the ride. It's basically like, and I don't mean this in a bad way, because Smooth and I, it, we've got a record of, for our love of the OC, which is like a teen girl show. Um, but it's basically like a soap opera, right? Like it's an on, like ongoing stories, and like it's not episodic, right? Yeah, it's episodic. Oh, it's not? They don't, like, carry... Oh, stories carry over. Okay, that's what I mean by ongoing. Like, episodic would be, like, Family Guy or The Simpsons. No, okay, so it's not episodic. I apologize. Uh, Or Scrubs, for the most part. All those Scrubs had some, like, over. There was some stuff that just kept going. Yeah, so, yeah. But Like, when Brendan Fraser was on there? Yeah, well, he's only on two episodes, but yeah. It was super sad. That is probably one of my favorite episodes of television, where, like, Perry doesn't... Realize he's dead. I was also told that Scrubs is more medically accurate compared to most medical I, I shows. I heard that too, that is the most medic quote unquote medically accurate show. But according to one of the friends of the Cassandra, Grey's Anatomy is pretty accurate because there'd be a lot of sexual relations in a hospital between doctors. Huh. That's what he said. I didn't know that 
that's where they lived. I assume that they went home. Yeah. I mean, they work like, I don't know, like 72-hour shifts or something. I don't Gross. know. Gross. Yeah. Uh, but t- sometimes I feel like I do, too. So Yeah. I hear you, dog. I just don't have a room where I can sleep at work. I just sleep at the machine. No, I don't. Uh, if you're listening at the place I work, <laughs> I'm, I'm never asleep from 2 to 4.30 every day. Uh, did you ever watch House? Um, an episode here and there. I'd like to have watched more House. I loved the House in the beginning, and then it like got real bad, and I kind of gave up on it. Well, how did it get bad? Well, just like the first, I'm gonna say three seasons are all real solid, and then they start doing like cash shakeups, and you know this person leaves, and then. This person comes and it's like he's teaching a medical school and it's same reason I like stopped watching Scrubs really. Yeah, because once the writer strike happened and then they tried to bring back Scrubs, it was not good. It was not good. I want to say though, Netflix these shows. Guess what they aren't sponsors. No, no, we are not sponsored by Grey's Anatomy, House, or Scrubs, or McDonald's for that matter. Like I mean, I feel like if we sponsor McDonald's, if anything. Work, yeah. Spending time with your Just not the location in this town. No. Seen I forgot my sauce. The first eight uh, seasons so over. All the Grey's Anatomy. Over. Yep. And You're over. like... I'm in, Again. man. You don't really what season are you on now? Like how, how far? 12. How, 12 yeah, of 18. So you're like... So kind I of on the downslope now. Kind of remember leaving. Yeah, off. yeah. I well, you know, I also started at like 10. The show's pretty easy to just fall into. Um, oh, so who God, was your favorite many years ago? See, this is my problem with shows like like that. ten years ago. I don't know. Uh, I can't Karev. Like, I have to if I'm like, I'm gonna watch this the, show the that I never finished. Uh, I have to start doctor. at the beginning. Okay, a kid surgeon. He's and like go sure. back through because yeah. you know he's kind of an asshole. I get but, like an I asshole with heart, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I feel like like I like to be an asshole. I was gonna say I feel like that's a very good description. It's a relatable character. Yeah, so I I just roll with it. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I'm like rooting for that guy. Everyone else on the show can just, I don't care. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Well, okay. No, there's some characters on the show that I'm like, yeah. And then there's some characters I'm like, when are they killing that person off? Because like I went through and I, I'm not like a GA guy, but you know, I'm familiar with the zeitgeist, you know? And then I was like, what about this person and this person, this person? You were like, they're dead. They're dead. They're gone. Maybe they're dead. They may be coming back. Like, so, they're not afraid to kill people, which I like. That came off wrong. <laughs> not assassinations, not a sponsor. Yep. No, not at all. Uh, all right. Now we're up to F. Go ahead. Oh, I put you on the spot. You did. I didn't have anything for F. All right, F. F is for family, man. Because I want to talk about something. My daughter's eleven. And I like to cook, and you like to cook. We both like cook. Oh, F is for fucking food. There we go. Yep, there F we go. F is for food, which it probably will be most weeks, guys. Uh, so, my daughter was like, she had a big soccer tournament this weekend and didn't... Whatever. Uh, <laughs> but... All the soccer tournament, I was like, what are we doing for dinner? You know, like, she was like, what are we doing for dinner? And I'm like, I don't know. What do you want to do? She's like, I want to make soup. I want to make soup. I want to make soup. Okay, sure. We're going to make soup. So, like, I teach her how to make her own, like, broth. Like, bone broth and blah, blah, blah. And we get into it. And I, like, I've got a few seasonings. I have a question. Did you buy bone broth? No. You made your own bone broth? I bought bones with the marrow and then... Made your own bone broth. Nice. Okay. Say we're doing it. Like, if she's like, teach me how to make soup. Which, her voice isn't nearly that low. But... If she's like, teach me how to make soup, dad. And I'm like, okay, 11-year-old girl. Uh, <laughs> so we, we we start making it, and I get my spices out, and I've got, you know, all of them. And I'm like, what do you, uh, how, what, what, where do you want this soup to be from? And she's like, I love ramen. And I'm like, all right, bro, Southeast Asia, let's do this. You know, and also I'm pulling out our spices and ginger and gochujang, a little five spice and, you know, white pepper. Go to town. I'm like, all right, here we go. So we, I get the bone broth going. 
And I show her how to do it, but I do that part. I'm like, all right, you're going to season this soup. So she's putting in her garlic and her ginger and nice bay leaves for some reason. But whatever. It's hey, her soup. It was her soup. She tries it. She tries it. She tries it. We get the the broth the way that she likes it. She's like, I love this broth. This is the best broth. Wait, sorry. I love this broth. This is the best broth I've ever had. That's awesome, 11-year-old girl. So I put the noodles in. Her brother comes in, and he's like, oh, that tastes pretty good. I want to have some, too. So I add more noodles to the soup, right? This is a ramen. The broth is the important part. The noodles happen quickly. Do it up. Serve it up. Son's like, this is great, Dad. And then the, the daughter is like, it's too spicy. <laughs> How? How is it too spicy? You made the broth. I mean, you taste the broth every 10 minutes of this thing before you added anything. I spent two and a half hours making fucking soup, Nathan. Two and a half. Two and a half hours making soup. And it was too spicy. She took one bite. Too spicy, Dad. She put some sour cream in it. That bring down the. We're not quite that white. Uh, okay. I mean, like that works for chili. <laughs> yes, it does. I don't know how it works with ramen. I don't know. But I just, I'm hurt, man. Yeah, I even like shaved some beef. Uh huh. You know, cooked it up so they could have like. Well, did they know. both? Like, your son and daughter were like, this soup's too spicy. No, the son was into it, man. Yeah, okay. Because he likes spicy stuff. He does, but, like, I I don't know. And I, I at first I was like, do you mean it's just hot because it was just boiling? Nope. The flavor was too spicy. No, no, it was too spicy. Let me ask you this. Did you have a can of chicken and stars you could have made her? I do have chicken and stars because... Fun fact, bro. Sometimes Doug don't like to chew. <laughs> it's just drink the soup. I do. I'll put it in a mug. Uh-huh. It's condensed soup. I don't care. I ain't wa- adding water. No. Oh, you get all the flavor if it's yep. condensed. And I, I just drink it. Fair enough. Okay. That's not a bad way to be. Yeah. Or a nice tomato soup and dip some uh, grilled cheeses in it. It's not quite cold enough for that, but yes. What if they made grilled cheese croutons for soup? Okay, guess what, bro? What? I've done that. You have? So, here we go. That was for food for real now. (laughs) French onion soup, right? Yeah. Crouton. Right. It's a big crouton that goes in there. But usually you cover it with provolone cheese, right? I've never had French onion soup. I was talking about it the other day with some people. What? It's super easy to make. I've heard. I've heard. It's basically just beef broth and onions. Yeah. With a crouton crouton and cheese on it. So. I, I like to, all those things, by the I way. I used to make like a provolone grilled cheese, right? Okay. And then cut that into like two squares uh-huh. and then put that in my French onion soup. And still cover it with cheese, right? No. Because the cheese isn't a thing. The more cheese is always good. Not in a French onion. Okay. I'm going I'm to have to take your word for it. All right. So, guys, next time that you've listened to this, will not have already. This is non chronological episode. This is a bonus episode. So we've probably already talked about the time that I made onion French onion soup for smooth. Well, we'll see. I mean, it's super easy to make. We can do it like right now. Come with us, podcasters. I recently had an adult Happy Meal, so I'm good. Yeah, dude, that is so weird and cool. All right, I feel like we covered F. All right. Are you ready for tea? <laughs> yep. We're going to dish some tea now. So I didn't know that there was a thing called the Try Guys. Have you heard of these guys? No. Okay. Try as in three or try as in T-R-Y. Try. All right. What's a Try Guy? According to Wikipedia, not a sponsor. The Try Guys is an American online entertainment group and media production company which has produced content for their YouTube channel. The group, founded by Keith Harzen... Harbensberg. I don't... Not good with names, so you just deal with it. Keith. Uh, Ned Fulmer. Ned. Zach Cornfield. <laughs> that's not a real name. No, it is. Like no, that's a, that's a Iowan porn star. Oh. I didn't know an Iowan porn star was in this. Uh, Eugene Lee Yang. 
And then Falmer left the company in September of 2022, and the Try Guys are known for testing a wide range of activities, such as testing their sperm count, <gasps> raising toddlers, shaving their legs, and wearing women's underwear. The four men created the Try Guys while working for BuzzFeed before separating themselves in, from the internet media giant in 2018 and forming their own company. I know these guys now. They Second Try LLC. They have a show on True TV. They have since expanded their company to include more than 20 employees, starting in the show on a food network and releasing a book titled The Hidden Power of Fucking Up. Their main channel now features several different stories. Now, the reason I'm bringing these guys up, Ned Falmer, who was with them from 2014 to 2022... 2022, 2022. I added way too many twos on yeah, there. That's been like there a, long a time. long time. Yeah, a super long time. That's older than you. Uh, don't, 2022. Don't get, don't get crazy. <laughs> the reason I'm bringing this up, and, you know, he left in September, and according to this article, September 29th, 2022, and I just found out from, uh, you know, uh, the TikToks and a friend of mine is that <clears throat> Try Guys producer Alex Herring's ex fiance left, dumped her after pictures of Ned Falmer's affair and kissing pics with this woman. Now, so basically, this Ned guy, his like whole brand was he loves his wife. Well, he got caught. Messing around with this Alex Herring, who, as one of the episodes, I guess, um, paid for her wedding and wedding dress or something, or paid for her wedding dress for her wedding. Well, he was messing around with this woman. And every woman on TikTok that I've, like, of all these TikToks I've seen is very pissed off at Ned Falmer. I wouldn't just say women. That's, that's general. Okay, wait. There's a lot of people pissed off at Ned Falmer for this. Because his whole brand was, I love my wife, but he's diddling the producer on this show, Alex Herring. Okay. So, Alex Herring is a try guy? No, it's a, it's a girl. It's not, she's not a try guy. She's not a guy. To, to well, okay, but like, she's yeah. with the try guy organization. Yes, yes, yes. And then he left the try guy organization? Yes. And Re then it came out that they were... Yeah, diddling, diddling, having the affairs. Okay, so and he's married to someone else. Yeah, Ariel Falmer, husband. Okay, right. yeah, I think that's what it says. Yes, yes, yes. So he's a uh, he's famous for being in love with his wife. Yeah, so Herring and Falmer are believed to have met after she began working for the Try Guys, and Falmer's 35, and had regularly shared updates of his like life and posting pictures of his young sons and calling himself Ariel Falmer's husband, so that's his wife. Okay. And then in the wake of the cheating allegations were announced, uh, Falmer, he and his wife both posted separate statements, and Falmer wrote... Family should have always been my priority, but I lost focus and had consensual workplace, a consensual workplace relationship. He also continued saying, I'm sorry for any pain that my actions have caused to the guys and the fans, but most of all, Ariel. And concluded with, the only thing that matters right now is my marriage and children, and that's where I'm going to focus my attention. His wife Which said, Ariel. Ariel said, thanks for everyone for reaching out. This means a lot to me. Nothing is more important to me and Ned than our family, and we've requested right now to respect our privacy for the sake of our kids. So apparently, they're staying together. They got married in 2012, and apparently their first son was born in 2018. But yeah, so it just goes to show that even the bestest of people on social media don't always make the right decisions. All right. I got several thoughts here. So it's going to be kind of rapid fire. Go ahead. Uh, first thing I want to say, Try Guy's not a sponsor. No, they're not. Especially not now. Well, he left the company. Oh, and then okay. All the things you guys are out. back in. Yeah. All Those right. other guys are might be cool. I don't know. First guy, this Faulkner guy, Falner. Ned Falmer. Falmer. Okay. One. 
Anybody that posts shit like, I'm this person's husband, I'm this, this, and this, they're the opposite. Yep. I, I, that's, I, I don't that's, disagree with you. That is bullshit projection. Yeah. Like, you're trying too hard. Nobody that actually feels that way tries that hard. You just said try. Well, they are the try guys. Yeah. Oh, shit. Maybe that's out. what it's about. They're back out. Maybe this was all part of his bet, the skit. Like he's like, I'm just going to try a workplace affair. That's never a good idea. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, but anybody that tries that hard in like, like the Adam Levine thing that just happened. Go ahead. Well, he, I don't, I don't, guys, I'm old and white, not hip. Apparently, the Maroons Fives dudes who looks like a Chipotle bag, uh, it's always like, oh, I love my supermodel wife and blah, blah, blah. And I'm all about family. And then he's like in some models DMs talking about, I got to see that body, girl. Uh, anybody that tries that hard where they have to show the world, where they have to like announce to the world that's how they feel about a thing. It's the same thing with uh, drug addicts where they're like, I'm, I'm so clean. I'm so sober. No, man, you're not. Like, don't. Just stop it. Uh, if you feel that way, you're gonna like do that in your actions. Not words don't mean anything. As I say this into the ether with my words, and that is kind of what I do for a living, I guess. But whatever. And then two, please respect their wishes. Like this is clearly a private matter. Like I hate it when something happens with quote-unquote celebrities, because I'm going to use quote-unquotes here, because I don't think that these people are celebrities. We live in a world now where reality TV and... Yeah, quote-unquote reality TV, they make celebrities like uh, that Chris Christie and... Well, he's a politician. Is he? Yeah. I don't know, Christie knows best or whatever. Oh. Remember that guy? That's a different guy. I don't know. But... Like, if they are like, hey, we're going to deal with this privately, like, respect their wishes. Like, that's a private thing between that family. Well, and I'm going to I'm going to put something out there. OK, if you're putting your life in the limelight for people to see, you're also opening up for people to judge. So, like, when you fuck up, don't be mad when everyone else is mad at you for making the decisions you made because your whole brand is I'm this person's husband. I love my wife and family. Yet then you fuck up. Don't be mad when you're the bad guy. Sort of. But also we need to somewhat separate art from the artist. Like just because someone like just because Will Smith fought aliens doesn't mean that him slapping Chris Rock makes Chris Rock an alien. I don't know where you went on that one, but okay. So, like, unless they are coming out and being like, this is this is me in my real life. There's a difference between, like, playing a character or an online persona or a character that, like, Chelsea Handler isn't actually like that in real life. Like, that is a character she plays. Larry the Cable Guy is from freaking California and has a degree from MIT. He's not actually a fucking redneck. Like, that's a character he plays. Like... I'm completely let down now. I thought he was. I'm sorry, bro. Santa's also not real. Whoa! What if kids do listen to this show? Go to bed! Okay, fair enough. So, but the Easter Bunny's totally real, right? Yeah, of course, man. Okay, we just had lunch with him last week. You remember? I remember. Okay, we had an eggs. That was dumb. <laughs> that was so dumb. I apologize. I apologize to you, the <laughs> listeners. Yeah, thanks. Uh, is eggs Benedict? <laughs> that would have been a better joke. Yeah, I was hoping you. I almost finished that for you, and then I was like, no. He's running that one right into the ground. I did too. It just, I bored into that. <laughs> I found mole people on that joke. Uh, I so, get what you're saying, yeah. though. But I, I just, I think, I don't know. But reality TV is so. Ugh. We're so voyeuristic now. Remember when there was no reality TV? It was just like Al Bundy yeah. working at a shoe store. 
like supporting. And Carl Winslow is, you know, dealing with Steve Urkel. Okay, let's, let's like okay. Al Bundy was a single income guy. Yeah, who owned a two story, at least three bedroom house on a Schumann salary. <laughs> he also had a very shitty old Dodge. Yeah, but still. That house in Chicago would probably be like, I don't know, $300,000. Now, yeah. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Hey, but this was like the 80s and the 90s, so like it was way cheaper than that. It was. Also, how nice was the Darcy's house? I don't know. We never saw really. We never really saw Like, we saw the backyard in later seasons with Mm -hmm. Jefferson. Mm -hmm. Ooh, are you a Jefferson or a Steve guy? Jefferson. I was a I like Steve Jefferson guy. better. I think early married with children is better than later married with children. Oh, I won't disagree with you on that. So I, I don't know. I always like Steve. Well, okay, let's talk about this. Carl Winslow. Yeah. Okay. Police officer. Right. Single income family. No, no. Harriet worked at a bank. Oh, Harriet did work at a bank. I am sorry. So But still it was okay. a two person income in Chicago, but not just like they were in the city. Okay. They were not in the suburbs. And let's, let's talk a little bit more about this. Okay, so they had uh three kids and then two kids of their own. Well yeah. Because Jamie went upstairs and never came back. And then but then they also supported Harriet's mom mm-hmm. and her sister, Rebecca, and Rebecca's son. Whatever his name was. Yeah, the little one. <sighs> Richie? Richie. Thank was you. it Richie? It was. God, I watched that show and a then, lot. For like two seasons, Waldo, Eric, the son's best friend, lived there too. Yeah. I just... Rachel, so not good. Rebecca. Was. Rebecca was Full House. Just they're all just they all just kind of amalgam into one. Save show. your emails, guys. Yeah. I caught it. Uh, Send them anyway. It'd be funny if he's got to read them. <laughs> but if anything, that's the the major fantasy part in sitcoms. But I mean, how much do you think that was it? A house was a con- like I guess it was a house. It was it was a house. It yeah. was a house because it had a garage. Yeah, two car garage. It did. Remember when Eddie got that car? Uh huh. Is like a souped up, and Eddie was tall, real tall. He was basketball. Yeah, he ended up. Was it Malcolm? Uh, was it Malcolm Jamal Warner? No, that's Cosby Show. God damn it! Edit, edit. I don't want to come off weird on that. No, I mean, who was the guy that played Eddie? I don't remember. I don't remember the actor's name. I can't remember. Any- I just remember him and Carl always like having that like father son yeah dispute and the older teenager vibes. Mm-hmm. And him thinking, Dad, you don't know shit. But he was... Dude, that guy... His dad helped Bruce Willis take out terrorists. I'm aware. Richard Bell Johnson's national hero. No. Like, but what if it was? They were both first named Carl. The only problem is, is like, we didn't get introduced to him until he was in L.A. So we'll just say he was L.A., she was pregnant with Eddie, and then he ended up moving... Back home, so here you want to hear to Chicago. I mean, what if we? Yeah, I mean, it's like a whole thing. It'd be great. Like, there's theories on this on the internet, and next week, so you all have already heard this because this is a bonus episode. Uh did you know that Family Matters is a spinoff show? No, it is. Yes. No. What? Do you know what show it spun off from? No. Perfect Strangers. It did. Yes. Huh. Larry and Balky? I mean, I, I remember Balky Vortakovos. So, it if took place in a right. hotel in early seasons. Like, they worked at a hotel. Uh-huh. Harriet was also at the hotel. Like, and she was Harriet Winslow. What? Yeah, they Jeffersons that shit. Ooh, we need to do more of this, because, like, uh, and I just had it in my head, um, the Cosbys. Yeah. Not a sponsor. Uh, Definitely not a sponsor. He's out of jail. Later now. on, when they went to college, different world. There was the spinoff of that. Yeah, and I think I, I think we could spend an entire episode talking about spinoffs. Okay, because I watched a lot of TV in the eighties and the nineties. Because yep. that's when I grew up. It was the babysitter. Mm-hmm. So let's key children. Bump, 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 bump. Combined powers. What are they like the Warner Twins now? 
Yeah, Form of a TV and shape of a TV dinner. Couch potato. Mm. I remember my grandma had magnets. This is fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> my grandma had magnets. It was like a couch with potatoes, and they were couch potatoes. Mm-hmm. I had one of Alf that said school lunches were cool. Was he eating a cat at the time? I, I guess that was his school lunch. Mm. <laughs> All right. We got one more letter. We got you one ready? more. It's Y. Why? Why is for you, the fans. Yeah. We love you. So, guys, uh, as always, feel free to email us and talk to us and be cool. DraftyQ at gmail.com. Uh, but this week, for you guys, the listeners, we're going to talk about the greatest year of movies. What was the greatest year of movies? 1993, my man. All right. Name me a great movie. Do you want me to name a random great movie yep. in 93? Nope. Just any movie? You name me any movie, and I'm going to tell you a better movie that came out in 1993. Independence Day. Tombstone. Okay. Got any more? And I'm only doing that because of the like Aliens reference with Will Smith. Oh, earlier. yeah. That's okay. a callback. Okay, I'll, I'll nice. give you another one. Uh, Mall Rats. Surf Ninjas. Um, Highlander Hard Target Both wearing trench coats Both have mullets One is John Woo's first English movie The other one Had a Scottish guy Who was an Egyptian With a Spanish name That never bothered to drop his Scottish accent I got it, are you ready? Waterworld All right, man. I didn't want to have to do this Go this ahead. early. Do it. Jurassic Park. Ah, that's got Jeff Goldblum in it. That always wins. I know. That's I was saving it. It Shit. was my it was my trump card. It was my ace of spades. I love Waterworld, by the way. I don't think it gets enough credit. Um, I think Waterworld's a shit movie and gets far more credit than it deserves. <laughs> <laughs> I've got kills. I've seen the movie six times. It ruled. Remember. Cable guy? Yeah. It's cable, cable guy, guy reference. Oh, yeah. Cable guy. Uh, Ace Ventura. Oh, man. It did come out in 93. It came out in 94. That was a cheat. It was but filmed in 93. It was filmed in 93, but it All didn't right. come out until January of 94. We're taking it. All right. All right, guys. So that's you this week, and you get your, your movies. Because that's why. <laughs> and if you want me to talk about movies from 1993 more... Just uh, email us. I mean, you're gonna. Yeah, well, they don't know that yet. Although they do know that, because this is a bonus episode, and it's actually not number. Fill in number here. Leaving that in. I love it. All right, so we welcome you to always listen to this show, but there are other shows on our network that are just as good, and I think you should listen to those, because we have a movie review show. Um, Yep. What's it called? Uh, DQP Doers. So, yes, on DQP Does, you get Dave, Shane, and Russell talking about movies. Yeah, movies that we are allowed to talk about. We can still talk about them occasionally. They also have a weekly show, which is also on the Facebook and the YouTubes. And the Instagrams. And the Instagrams. We got funny clips. Yeah. And occasionally, we're on... Some of those shows. Occasionally, you're on some of those shows. I am uh, not interested. <laughs> I don't mind doing the movie review ones. I think those I, are fun. See, I, my tastes are so wildly different than everybody else's that I just feel like I argue with everybody every time I get on the movie show. I feel like you just take the stance that no one else is taking. Yeah, also that. Okay. So, DQP does. It's the longest running show on the DQP podcast network. It is like worldly famous internationally famous we have a lot of listeners in like czechoslovakia for some reason and we have a lot of polish listeners and i don't know why like what what about russell specifically appeals to polish people but the sound of his voice huh. doesn't do it for me I'm a Shane guy. Like, okay, who are you a stand for? Are you a are you a Dave, a Shane, or a Russell? Like, Dave. You're a Dave? All the time. 
I feel like okay. I feel like I am a Dave, but I wish I were a Shane. Really? Yeah. I mean, you got. How can I explain this? Dave brings the lightheartedness and the happy vibe. Sure. And then Shane and Russell bring it back down to serious. And then Shane brings in the logic. Okay, Shane is like the Vulcan of the group. I'll give you that. But he also, like, I can't tell you. I feel like that is a good compliment. Yeah, the no, Vulcan I'm, of the group. I'm I love that. It. Yeah. It's a compliment. I know, I'm, I'm down. Do you so know do how you... many times I've walked into a room and been like, welcome back? I love it. So what would that make Russell? Like the Captain Kirk? No. He's, he's not arrogant enough? The Bill Paxton. The Bill Paxton? Yeah, he's like always there and everything. Ooh. Never the lead, but you're always like, I just love it when he shows up. He was the lead in Twister. He wasn't the lead in Twister. Helen Hunt and a cow were the lead in Twister. The tornado definitely had the lead. The tornado was top build. It's called Twister. <laughs> if you want insight like that, don't tune into DQP does because they'll actually review a movie well. But uh, I think on an even a down vibe, Dave. Brings it back up with all his happiness. Vibes. Dave is the wacky next door neighbor we all wish we were. Yep. So, again, listen to the show. Yeah. Okay. But you're still listening to our show, and we need to close this up, right? We need to put the bow on the box. Mm-hmm. We'll probably put the lid on first, mm-hmm. then the Check, bow. Please. Right. Ooh, that's a good catchphrase. We should do that. I mean, we will have been doing it. Yeah. See, guys, you guys are behind the scenes. This is so cool for you. I'm so jealous for you right now. Because you already know this is how we do it every week. I'm jealous for your ear holes as well. So let's close it up and check, please. Okay, what did we learn today? We learned today that D is for Donald's, as in McDonald's and adult Happy Meal toys, Mm -hmm. which aren't a sex thing. We learned that A is for regret and don't eat six cookies in one sitting. We learned that A is for all the grays, which is 1823 episodes of Grey's Anatomy. That's a lot of seasons of Grey's Anatomy. F is for food, which, if you listen to this show, it always is. T is for try guys and try to stay out of their personal lives, guys. Also, try not to cheat on your wife. We'll just put that out there, too. Yeah, I would just say don't. Don't try. Like, if you're gonna, get divorced. And Y is for you. Because we love you. So thanks for listening. All right, so that was your bonus episode. Sorry we weren't with you this week for a live version, but this is Big Smooth with Protect Your Nuts. <laughs> <laughs>